Hello and welcome to the Maluli Asset Management Podcast. Today is December 23rd, 2014. This is Brendan and today Tom and I are going to talk about avoiding cognitive biases uh, and specifically the uh, disposition effect. Yeah, I guess so. The, the way you could describe this is um, avoiding that, that impulse to sell winners too soon and hanging on to your losers. I think you found a, a pretty good article online. Yeah, um, it's a, an academic research article done by uh, Hirsch Sheffrin and Meyer Statman, and the name is actually The Disposition to Sell Winners Too Early and Ride Losers Too Long. Um, and, you know, if you want to go by a textbook definition of the disposition effect, it's that investors are more likely to sell a stock that has gone up in value than one that has gone down in value. Which is really pretty amazing. We were just talking before we turned the microphone on about how it doesn't make sense just from capital gains and taxes alone, uh, the, the idea of selling something with a gain in it versus cutting something with a loss. Right, yeah. I mean, because if you're going to sell something on a loss, then it could help you down the road to offset gains. Right. Um, you know, being tax efficient is a pretty important part of investing over the long term. Yeah, and, uh, you know, every once in a while you'll get the smart aleck response and someone says, well, what if we don't have any gains in the future? The, the great thing about tax losses, if there is a great thing, is that you can apply a, ta- a capital loss against any future gain that you have into the future until it's completely used up. So you're so, going to use it at some point. Yeah, they never go to waste. Yep. So um, Wesley Gray of Alpha Architect read this same article and provided a pretty good uh, and simple example of the disposition effect at work uh, in real life. Right. So he talked about um, two different stocks. If you buy them at the same price but have different outcomes, you want to walk us through that? Yeah. So let's say you buy two stocks at $50. One of them falls to $40 and the other grows to $60. You need money for some type of situation that comes up in life. Which one are you going to sell? I was really surprised when I read this. Yeah. Well, uh, research has shown that uh, most people are going to choose to sell the stock that has risen to $60 and realize the gain there rather than sell the stock that's fallen to $40 and realize the loss. Now, let's just pause here for a second because if you sell the stock that's gone from 50 to 60, you sell that stock, you're going to have a taxable gain that you got to pay tax on. Mm-hmm. And yet you're still sitting on something that's a loser. Yeah. Okay. You know, it kind of reminds me of conversations that I have uh, now and then with new clients. And uh, a situation that I've heard is um, we'll buy a stock or we'll buy an ETF in a new client's account and it will go up a couple of points and I'll get a phone call from a client and say, hey, we made a quick 10 or 12% in this investment. Don't you think we ought to sell it? And I always found that to be uh, kind of a head scratcher. What I've learned over the years is that there's still a lot of people in the market who have just not made a lot of money investing. And so when they do have something that, according to them, accidentally goes up a couple of points, uh, they want to be pretty quick to take a profit. And that's just they're leaving a lot of money on the table. Well, 
if you think about it from that kind of a, a standpoint, people chalk taking a profit up as a win. So mentally they're thinking like, win. you know, we won, that's good. I like winning. People yeah. don't like losing. Admitting defeat in a stock is not something that a lot of people are willing to do, even though, you know, it might be the right thing to do. It usually is the right thing to do. A lot of times when we start with a new client, we'll talk to them and say, okay, we're going to put on 10 different positions in this account, 10 different investments. I can tell you right now that one or two or maybe three of them are going to explode. They're going to be terrible investments and we got to get rid of them with losses. And then we're going to have one, two or three that are going to be absolute moonshots. They're going to be fantastic. And then the rest of them in the middle are really just going to kind of move along nicely, very slowly, very calmly, and do very well. The problem is I can't tell you, and nobody can, which ones are going to move higher and which ones are going to move lower. We just don't know. And that's why we stick with the rules. Yeah. So point and figure helps us to avoid different types of cognitive biases like the disposition effect. Right. It's really important that we have these rules and this whole rules-based approach. Yeah, it, it helps us to not be emotional and irrational in our decision-making. So, you know, when, when a, a chart starts to break down, there are certain things that, that we look for uh, specifically here. And, Tom, I don't know if you want to share a couple of those things uh, that, that we're looking for. Well, a couple of them would involve uh, if a chart is given multiple cell signals. That's usually a pretty serious red flag to us. Uh, another one is when a chart breaks its support line. That's always a big deal because now you're talking about changing the entire direction of this investment. Mm -hmm. Those are two of our really big red flags that get our attention. And of course, if a chart is doing that, you know, multiple sell signals and breaking support line, uh, we really want to address that right away. Yeah. But when we do talk about different investments, it's important that you know that none of the securities that we mention in this or any of our podcasts represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this podcast is not a recommendation to buy or to sell any securities that we happen to mention here. But more importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a mistake. And that's why we really urge our listeners to always consult with an investment advisor before making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to help you by answering whatever questions you, you may have. There's no cost or obligation. Just pick up the phone. You can find us in New Jersey at area code 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new podcast, and thanks for listening.